Welcome to Digital Marketing for Contractors, a podcast for home improvement contractors to help you crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Join us each episode as we give you powerful insights and practical tips on the best digital marketing strategies to help you grow your home improvement business. Let's get started. Welcome back to Digital Marketing for Contractors. This is a podcast all about helping home improvement contractors to crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Digital Marketing for Contractors is hosted by Fat Cat Strategies. We are a digital marketing agency based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. My name's Don, and I'm an account manager here at Fat Cat. Hey, I'm Janet. I am the founder and managing partner. All right, Janet, and today we are jumping into a topic that I know is a lot of fun. It's a little bit kind of like a, a tangent topic for us because it's not necessarily something that we exactly do as an agency, but we help our contractors a lot with thinking through how to manage that. And that is the issue of job site photos. Picture time, picture time, it's picture time. Here we go. So <laughs> uh, I love this topic, actually, because there is there is so much that if you can do your job site photos well... And it doesn't take much to do them well, but if you can do them well, it really can elevate a lot of your digital marketing. But on the flip side of that, there's a lot that can go wrong with job site photos. (laughs) And I think we have seen it all. Okay. So let's, um, let's just talk about a little bit to kind of get us started and into this conversation. Like, why does it matter that we need good job site photos? So I know that for most of our contractors, when they think about job site photos, it's kind of like, yeah, I know I need to have them, but it kind of is this like, you know, asterisk on the sheet of all the things that they need to do for, you know, completing a job. It's like, oh yeah, and there's that. I need to take some photos. It kind of tends to be one of those like afterthought sorts of things. And we were, we really want to try to encourage contractors that it needs to get bumped up from not just being an afterthought. But yeah. Like so, why, why is that? So, well, people like pictures. That's the simple way to put it. Yeah. You know, if, if you're, if the, if the goal is a marketing goal and that, and let's bring it all back to why we're doing this and cause it's, you're not making like a Ken Burns documentary of your work. So right. the goal is to connect with local homeowners, prove to them that you are a legitimate company and uh, you know, get their interest up enough that they're willing to fill out a form or call you to inquire about your work. So what role does do photos play in that photos um, you know, at a glance, they can tell a homeowner, you know, if you've got a whole wall of photos on your website in a gallery, I can glance at that as a homeowner. And it tells me a few things. The first thing it tells me is, oh, this company's been in business for a while. Yeah, They've they, been in business long enough to do more than one project. Yeah, they've done stuff. They've done, oh, yay, look, they've done stuff. Yeah. They look like they know what they're doing. The other thing job site photos can do, um, if the thing that you're in, you're, you're installing is, um, you know, aesthetic and, and nice looking, like it's an overall improvement to the look of the home, yeah. then people get excited about it. So, ooh, it's pretty, you know, ooh, pretty. And so what falls into that pretty category? That would be like a window replacement, a really beautiful front door. So a door replacement, um, an upgrade to your exterior siding, uh, painting, kitchen remodels, uh, bath remodels. Now we have a lot of roofing clients. Roofing can improve the look of the home, but Let's be honest, most of the time with a roofing job, it's 
it's a necessity. It's, yeah. a, it's a leak, but we still want you to take pictures of it. Yep. Um, so pictures demonstrate that you've been in business. They demonstrate that you've done stuff and they can get um, homeowners excited about uh, a, a potential project. Yeah. So I think everybody knows like these are necessary. We need to have them. And, uh, you know, I, I think this is good just kind of recognizing like the importance of them and how we can use them, you know, as marketers. But I think there's just a lot of challenges that come with taking good project photos and making sure that they are done in a way that they are actually usable, you know, on a website or in social media or in whatever places that we're using them. So let's talk through some of that, of just kind of like the, the, like, do's and don'ts of, you know, what we've seen for good and bad photos, like how to be able to kind of help a contractor um, with being able to make some of that work. So let, let's start with the, cause I, I want to end on a positive note. So let's start on the negative note. What, what have we seen? Like, what are some things that we would encourage contractors? Like, this is what not to do. This is how to well, make sure you don't make some silly mistakes. Before we even get into the do's and don'ts, I want to drill down on something you just said. You said, what's usable? Let's let's peel that back a little bit. Okay. Because what's usable, it depends on who's using it and why. We've actually had contractors that we started working with that were already in the habit of taking lots and lots of pictures. Yeah. And then we come along as their marketing agency and we say, Hey, do you have pictures we can use? And they go, Oh yeah, sure enough. I got hundreds of them. Well, we log in, we look into the, you know, whatever the repository is that holds their pictures, and what we find are Yes, they have pictures and those pictures have utility and they are quote unquote usable, but what are they usable for? They were taken during the course of the job to document, oh, uh, I found some rotten wood. Oh, I found some termite damage. Oh, I, you know, this needs to be, it's almost through the course of the job where all the different um, tradespeople and installers are kind of documenting sometimes the ugly behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. When it comes to marketing, unless you're writing like a blog post about, you know, the damage that water damage can do, those aren't the really pretty, beautiful after shots right. that we're looking for. Not the stuff you want to showcase. So, so I just wanted to, before we get into the do's and don'ts, if you are already taking pictures in the course of, you know, installing the project, um, and you might be doing a really good job of that, and you might be using... I don't know, like a CRM, like builder trend where your clients have a login and they can see updates as the project goes. Yeah. Those pictures have utility and they have use. They may not be the best pictures for a marketing, for your marketing. Yeah. perspective. And so, so one, yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I think you're, I think that's, a, you're actually highlighting a great don't there, which is don't just take pictures for your internal processes or right. for the customer's benefit. You've got to, you do need to take benefits with a marketing lens on. Yeah. And so what we've seen is we've seen contractors that have a really great process in place for doing that. And they totally forget to take the final picture when yeah. everything's cleaned up and it looks really good because they're busy and they've already moved on to the next job. Right. So, okay. I think a don't to kind of add on to that then is like, even if you, you know, can get your, your guys in the field to be able to take some photos at the end of the job. And we're going to take, we're going to talk a little bit about like, how do you build a process to make sure that that happens? But even if you can get that, 
a don't that you want to make sure of is don't just snap a photo for the sake of snapping a photo. Like if it's just checking a box, you're probably going to end up with a photo that really isn't usable. You got to actually have a process for how do we get a good photo at the end of the process at the end of the job. So don't, don't treat it casually um, because then you're going to get, you know, insufficient results for, you know, what you don't really want to be able to use. So, okay. So that's a don't, um, I'll throw one out here because I know you have lots to say about this. Uh, don't take cluttered or messy photos. <laughs> I love them. I actually find them pretty entertaining. Um, so, you know, we will get on a call with our clients and we'll say, hey, man, we need some pictures. And they'll go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get you some pictures. And then a week or two goes by and they either send us pictures or that, you know, we have some sort of shared, you know, Dropbox that we log into and there's a whole bunch of pictures. And what are they pictures of? It's pictures of buckets. Yeah. <laughs> fast food bags. Ladders. Ladders. Lots of ladders. A lot of ladders. So <laughs> many ladders. Um, you know, uh, piles of garbage, uh, you know, where you've taken all the wrapping off of building supplies and you put them in, you know, uh, or, you know, part of a dumpster. That's yeah. all my fave is the, <laughs> is the quarter angle shot of the dumpster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still in the driveway. <laughs> yep. And, you know, that is a, that is a, like, either a before or a during shot, but that after shot, just take a minute. No dumpster. To look around, you know, if it's an interior, we have a lot of bath clients. If it's an interior bathroom, um, you know, a finished bathroom, what was the thing that just happened with your client? Oh, yeah. So I I had a client uh, just the other day that was like, hey, we just found this picture that got uploaded on our site and we probably need to take it down because it's a picture of a completed bath and it looks really nice, but the shower head was like off the hook and laying on the floor, you know? So it was just kind of like, uh, it, it just, you know, conveyed an image of like, we, we didn't do the like extra finishing touches here and they didn't want to have that on their site. Understandably. Right. You know, so it's just like that kind of thing, like take an extra 20 seconds to just look at the scene that you're shooting, make sure everything is polished and clean. And then even after you take the photo, look at the actual photo because you'll catch some other things that you didn't notice like, oh, yeah, that towel hanging by the bathtub actually looks pretty dirty. We should have taken that out of the shot. Right. And and like the the shower um, head hanging off the hook or just dangling into the tub. I can totally see how that happens. You're busy. Yeah. You've just finished an eight hour day of doing, you know, a one day shower install. You've had to like clean up all of your work. You've had to load up your van. You've, you're busy. And then your boss told you, Hey, make sure you take a picture and you pop your phone out of your pocket and you go there. Click. I took a picture. Done. Um, so, you know, we're not here to be overly critical. We're saying we completely understand that it can be really hard in the moment to kind of look around and spot a half empty shampoo bottle or a Bojangles cup or whatever Mm -hmm. in the shot. Um, But if you take, you've kind of lost the opportunity to get that shot if you don't take it at that moment, because once the homeowner moves back into that bathroom, you can't call them three weeks later and say, Hey, can you clean up your bathroom so I can come take a picture of it? Yep. Not going to happen. Okay, Uh, another couple don'ts here, and I'll throw these together because I I think they work well uh, together. One is don't be disorganized with your photos, and another one is don't take your photos and never use them. And so I see this happen a lot because it turns into like, Oh yeah, we've got some photos, but I think they're on our project manager's phone. You know, the guy who like finished the job, he took them and they're just kind of sitting on his phone. He's not sure what to do with them, where to put them. You know, there's no real organization system for 
once we take those photos, where do we upload them to? Or what do I send them to? Or what am I supposed to do with those photos? And nobody really knows. So they're either, you know, staying on the phones of the people who took them or they're all over the place and nobody knows how to or track them down. a combination of all of the yeah. above. Uh, and then, you know, that kind of, that can very easily translate into you've taken photos, but you're not using them, you know, maybe just because A, you don't know where they are. You don't know how to get a hold of them. Um, or B, you don't really know what to do with them. Like, you're not really sure what what I'm supposed to be using those photos for. Like, I probably ought to put them on the website, but I don't really know what to do with that or how to do yeah. that. Or I need to use them in social media, but I don't know if they're the right size or, if you know, if they're going to look good on those spots or not. And so there's all kinds of questions there of just like not taking advantage of the work that you've actually done. Yeah. So a couple of ways that we've seen folks organize it. Um I would start with the lowest tech way first. And the very first step to organization is taking a moment to realize, hmm, I think I need to be organized. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of laughing, but if you just tell your installers and your project managers, take pictures, and you haven't given a little bit of forethought about how you're going to collect those, how you're going to organize them, and how you're going to store and share them with whoever needs to have them, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So if you're going to have people do it on their phones, think through what does that look like? Maybe, you know, you uh, typically have like a, a production manager's meeting on Friday morning where you guys meet in the shop and you get coffee. Incorporate photo downloads into that meeting. Yeah. Um, and then take it a step further, appoint one person in the office to make it their job to say, okay, if we've got five guys with five phones with five sets of pictures, what are we going to do with those? J- you know, there's just some mechanics of thinking through the process of getting the pictures, naming the pictures, maybe putting putting them in a folder according to the customer's name. Now, I know that many of the CRMs that our clients use have features where you can associate photos with the job. I think it's um, Job Nimbus and maybe also Job Progress. I know Builder Trend does it, and I think a few of the others do, where through the course of managing each project, you can upload photos to the project. Yeah, That's one... If, if your CRM has that, go for it. That's yeah. an easy way to do it. And then, you know, in the future, if the homeowner calls back and they want a second job or they want, they've got an issue with something you installed, then you've got all the documentation right there. Yeah. So that's one way. If you don't have a CRM that supports, um, you know, attaching photos to the customer's name, then there's some other simple solutions. Um, guessing you probably are either using, um, you know, the Google workspace suite of project products, or maybe my Microsoft 365. Um, you've got some sort of systems in your office, figure out what those systems are and how you can use them. It could be a Dropbox folder. It could be a shared Google drive folder. Right. Um, what are some th- things yeah. that you've seen? So clients I, I've do? got a client that I actually, I, I love this idea that they came up with because I, I think it, kills a few birds with, with one stone actually. So they, um, to try to incentivize their, uh, job site folks to be taking really good photos, they give a prize away at the end of every month. So what they do is, uh, I think they use WhatsApp, 
um, as a place to be able to drop photos. But you could do this with just about any, you know, kind of yeah, group app like that. Yeah, I think it's a WhatsApp with, group chat, yeah, right? Yeah, something so like that. But you could the, use Slack or right. GroupMe or any of those kinds of apps that are, what you know. GroupMe? Oh, it's just a good group communication app. So, you know. Okay, I just learned something. Yeah. Um, so any of those would work. But their idea was, hey, let's drop our photos into this app that you're taking, you know, on your job sites. And then at the end of the month, we're going to pick some photos that are good good enough for us to be able to use on social media. And if your photo gets chosen, we're going to give you a $50 gift card to a restaurant, you know, of your choice. So it's a, it's a cool way to both like incentivize, Hey, let's, let's be taking photos regularly. And turn it into a game. Yeah. Make and it fun. we want you to make sure that they're good photos because we're only going to choose the best ones. So they're working hard at that, but it also organizes the photos because everybody's putting them in the same place because they want to try to win the prize at the end of the month. So, you know, it's a really great kind of simple, like you said, low tech way of being able to organize things in one place. Everybody knows where the photos are. Everybody knows how to get them. um, And it's a motivator to be able to take good photos. So I love that as a suggestion. And I think the benefit of doing it through WhatsApp is because that's a text based app, um, then the the people who are out in the field or on the homeowner's you know property if they text into that group chat then it's already kind of collecting it in a centralized place yeah, that's right so so it's it's both kind of low tech and high tech it's low tech in that it, i think whatsapp is free um so uh, there's some other paid solutions don i think one of your clients uses uh, a solution that is a software specifically for this yeah uh, we have a client who uses something called company cam, which is kind of an like all in one solution for doing all of these things together. And at least from my experience, kind of helping out with it, uh, it seems to work really great at doing all the things that you need it to do. So everything from like, as you are taking photos, uh, um, it associates kind of like where you are, like GPS locating, you know, where you are when you're taking those photos. And when you upload them, it will go into, you know, a project folder that's based on the location. And you can name it, you know, this is the Johnson's kitchen remodel. Um, and then everything that's taken kind of in the location, you know, around oh, the, the Johnson house, house yeah, yeah, gets dumped into that folder, which is, you know, super easy and convenient. Um, it's really easy to download photos from there. It timestamps them. It puts the photographer's details on there so you know which of your, you know, subcontractors took the photo, uh, you know, you get unlimited storage and, and all of those kinds of things. It's also a great way to both communicate with your team members and with your customers. So you can give your customer access to their folder so that you can, you know, show them real updates on the project as you're taking photos, uh, you know, with it going along. Um, and it integrates with a lot of CRMs as well. So, you know, a lot of just kind of bells and whistles that make it pretty easy to use and really convenient for contractors if you're looking for you know kind of an all-in-one solution that might help your team out there and you're willing to spend a little money on it um i think company cam is a is a great you know possibility there for you to look at so if Um, if we go from the lowest tech you know that would be somebody in the office coordinating uh everybody on a friday morning meeting around coffee and going okay give me your phones or you know text me that would be the low tech and then somebody has to be responsible for organizing it a step above that would be something like maybe a WhatsApp group chat um, with an incentive to, uh, you know, pay out a, a gift card for anybody who took great photos that um, you used on your website or in your social media. 
And then I think the the easiest, but is going to cost some extra money, would be to look into something like a company cam if it integrates with your CRM. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so for somebody who is, you know, thinking like, I don't really know anything about photography and the whole, you know, thought of taking really good pictures on a job site kind of intimidates me. And I sure don't know how to tell my guys in the field what to do to be able to take really good pictures. Like, I don't know anything about lighting or cameras or any of that kind of stuff. Here's like the good news. You don't have to, you don't have to. Okay. Like give us some, give us some wise on that. What, what do you need to know to be able to take good photos? Um, hold the camera relatively, you know, Okay, hold the camera. What What are you talking about? The okay, camera. Your phone. Okay. It's going to be your phone. Most so phone likely. cameras are, we think are okay for taking job site photos. Absolutely. Um, try not to hold them at some kind of crazy cockeyed angle, you know? Yeah. Level it up. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be step one. Hold your phone. Lev- make sure it's relatively level. Check for you where your thumb is. Is your thumb, fink, pinky, finger, yeah. some, something else obstructing the lens? Um, I can't tell you how many close-ups of thumbs we've seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in and, and that case, you might want to clean the lens before you yeah. take the photo. Yeah. You know, you've like, got dirty contractor hold hands. Hold it level. Yeah. Make sure your finger's not in the way uh, and move the ladder. Like, yes. it, it could really be that simple. Yep. <laughs> take your Hardy's cup or your Bojangles cup. Take it out of the shot. Yep. There you go. So pretty <laughs> simple to get the job done well. If you want to take it up or notch or two, you know, like especially if you're doing anything that's exterior, you might want to try to time it in terms of the time of day so that you're getting yeah, good that is nice. outside lighting. You know, afternoon, uh, kind of late afternoon tends to be best time of day for taking photos so that you're not getting like crazy shadows over, you know, whatever you're trying to take a picture of on your home. Um, or if you're, you know, inside, you might just want to play with the lighting. Like if you're taking pictures in a bathroom, maybe you want the overhead lights on, but maybe you don't. You might want to turn the overhead lights off and try turning on lights that are in other rooms and see what that does for your shot. Just, you know, experiment with it a little bit and see what improves your quality, you know, taking it with a flash versus not. Um, it's not, it's not necessarily going to be the same in every photo. And so just being willing to, and I think this is another just really good tip take multiple photos. Like it doesn't have to just be one, you know, you can experiment with a few different things and try a few different, uh, lighting options, a few different angle options to just see what you get. And then all of those photos are available. And, you know, kind of like to the point that you made earlier, like you basically get one shot at doing this, you know, so take advantage of your one opportunity, which is when you're done with the job and about to leave the site and just take as many photos as you can from as many different options as you can and end up using what's best. The thing I would add onto that when we're talking about exterior jobs, let's say you're doing a full, um, you know, siding replacement. Um, in this, this takes a little bit more forethought. Try if you can to, be thoughtful and mindful of where you're standing when you take the before picture and stand in the same place when you take the after picture. Because before and after pictures really resonate well when, you know, uh, the viewer can quickly do that comparison. And if you took it from, you know, if you're standing in the, the leftmost corner of the yard for the before and there was a car in the driveway that obstructed part of the view of the house. And then for the after, you went to the complete opposite side of the yard, opposite angle, and there's a bush in the way. 
Those two pictures are two totally different pictures. The before and after are not going to look like before and afters. Not helpful. Yeah. From a marketing standpoint, that's not really going to do you any good. Yeah. And if you've got a really dramatic, you've got like rotten siding and, you know, you're changing the roof, you're changing the gutters, you're changing the windows, you're doing the siding. Maybe you do a little stonework on the front and a great front door. That's a great before and after project right there. Yeah. Um, you know, just be a little bit mindful and think like, okay, I'm going to be thoughtful about where I stand. And then to your point earlier about time of day. So this would be next level. This would be the A plus game. You know, you decide, okay, I'm going to do the before picture from the end of the driveway, you know, from a certain angle, and I'm going to do it at, you know, 430 in the afternoon. Well, when you do the after stand in the same place and do it in 430 in the afternoon, and then A plus 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 with bonus points would be similar cloud cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can get it, you know. That's, if you that's can great. get it, that's but they, we do not have that expectation. Right. Yeah. Because a cloudy day and a sunny day is going to make the color, all the coloring, look very different really in different. that photo. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, I think we have, we've covered a lot in this episode. So I think this is great to just kind of wrap it up here. Um, we do want to let you know that we have got a free resource for you that you can download that's called How to Take Amazing Job Site Photos. And it covers a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in this episode but also goes into some more detail about how to be able to make these things happen and do it well with your team. I think this would be a great resource actually for you to download and to sit down with all your team leads and talk through these things and how you can implement them together as a company. So go to fatcatstrategies.com slash photos and you can download that free resource, how to take amazing job site photos. Don, I just wanted to end this episode with a, a note to the listener. If you guys are thinking, man, this sounds hard. It's not. It's not. It's not. And I just wanted to to encourage people that the most important thing when it comes to marketing your home improvement company and, and on the topic of photos is we want authentic photos. Yeah. So if you end up leaving a ladder in a photo, it's okay. I yes. mean, it's not ideal, but an authentic photo is going to resonate with a homeowner in a different way than the... Um, professional photography that comes from the manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. Those stock photos can look pretty, but they aren't, uh, they aren't going to resonate as much with your potential customers as your actual work. Give yourself a break. Just start taking photos and you'll get better over time. You'll get better over time. Okay. Go check out our free resource, how to take amazing job site photos, fatcatstrategies.com slash photos. You can download it right there. We hope you enjoyed this episode of digital marketing for contractors, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. We'll see you. Digital Marketing for Contractors is created by Fat Cat Strategies. For more information, visit fatcatstrategies.com.